What is happening, everybody? On today's show, the Super Regionals get underway today. Five SEC teams will play for a chance at Omaha. We'll give you their latest Vegas odds. Kentucky loses a former Alabama transfer. That could have really helped them. Now he's off to play for Gus Malzahn. And some SEC quarterbacks to watch this year when it comes to high picks in next year's NFL draft. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. All right, we got plenty to jump into. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. Around the conference. And the NCAA baseball tournament continues this weekend. Super regional round starts today. Five SEC teams still playing for a chance to advance to Omaha. We got Tennessee, who will host Notre Dame. Texas A&M will play host to Louisville. Auburn will go on the road all the way out to Corvallis to Oregon State. Arkansas goes out to the East Coast to North Carolina. And Ole Miss will make that short drive over to Southern Miss in Hattiesburg. So, the odds of the remaining SEC schools to win it all. Corner Vegas, Tennessee coming in at plus 150. They are the favorites. Arkansas gets some good value on them, plus 1,400. Texas A&M plus 1,600. Ole Miss plus 1,600. And Auburn, the longest shot of any SEC school at plus 1,800. So, going to be an exciting weekend for SEC baseball. Now, Tennessee, as you mentioned, they're the number one baseball team in the country. Cruise through their regional, and they are getting ready for a best-of-three series against Notre Dame in Knoxville. Game one is tonight. Yesterday, Tony Vitello announced the starting pitchers for the first two games of the series. They will turn to their two sophomores, right-hander Blade Tidwell and Chase Dolander, those are who will pitch in game one and game two. So it'll be 6 p.m. Eastern tonight, Friday night on ESPN2, and then game two on Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern. That will air on the big ESPN. And Notre Dame outfielder Ryan Cole might want to stick a sock in his mouth after talking with the media this week. He thinks the Vols should probably be a little scared of the dangerous Irish team. Cole talking with the media on Wednesday was asked what might be troubling about the Fighting Irish from a Tennessee perspective. He said, I couldn't tell you exactly what they see, but if I were them, I'd be a little scared. I think we're a very dangerous team. Good luck, Ryan Cole, stepping into a tough place in Knoxville. You know those Tennessee fans are going to be loud and screaming, and uh, they're going to bring it. It's going to be a fun weekend in Knoxville with Notre Dame versus Tennessee. Now, North Carolina... They won their regional, and they will host the Super Regional with Arkansas up in Chapel Hill. The Tar Heels, uh, they're changing things up a little bit for fans looking to buy tickets to the series. 
According to a report from the Times News, tickets are not going to be released to the general public until Saturday, and those will be standing room only. North Carolina Assistant AD Gary uh, Pesesny said that the Razorbacks were given their allotment of 600 tickets, and then season ticket holders scooped up the rest. He said the tickets we're, we're, we're required to give Arkansas as the visiting team and what season ticket holders consume, there's none available to the general public outside of those standing room tickets. It was a high contingent of requests from those groups of people, he said. So if you're an Arkansas fan, it's going to be a little bit tough to get those tickets. I mean, it's almost like you're going to go up the night before and hang around Chapel Hill, Chapel Hill and see if you can get one of those standing room tickets. So, uh, you know, I, I always, when I see things like this, it's like, come on, man, what are you doing? You're trying to keep the opposing fans out. I get it, but... Hey, tell North Carolina fans to be a little bit more passionate. The ones that are there, they better bring it. Because Arkansas fans, we know they travel well, and they're going to be trying to represent their team. Might have to just be looking from the outfield fence or something if they can't get into the game. One other note on postseason play in football. The Outback Bowl. Going to have a change in their name. The restaurant did not renew its title sponsorship of that game for the past few months. It's just kind of been known as the Tampa Bay Bowl because Outback uh, is no longer on it, but now they have a new sponsor. The former Outback Bowl moving forward will be known as the ReliaQuest Bowl. That news broke on Thursday. Arkansas, they beat Penn State to win the game this past season. It appears the Razorbacks will be the last ever Outback Bowl champions. Now, the best part about the Outback Bowl every year is, you know, the team that wins the Bloomin' Onion. Fan base gets a free Bloomin' Onion if their team wins the Outback Bowl and all that stuff. It is no more. Particularly the Bloomin' Onion mascot suit. That's really a highlight of the Outback Bowl every year. But now it'll be the ReliaQuest Bowl in Tampa. Whatever the heck ReliaQuest is. I'm sure we'll uh, figure it out. Uh, according to Google... It is a computer security service in Tampa. Definitely not as cool as Bloomin' Onion mascots and Outback Steakhouse sponsoring a bowl game. End of an era. End of an era in Tampa with no more Outback Bowl. So, come on, Outback. What are you doing? Find some more money in your budget. we got to get you back onto a bowl game. Got to have an Outback Bowl. It's just not right if we don't. And there you have it. That is some of the latest news around the conference. When we return, a uh, big-time wide receiver from Alabama who was transferring to Arkansas, not transferring there anymore. We'll get you caught up with that in just a second. But first, I want to remind you about our friends at BetOnline.net. They are your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball uh, championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball games, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA, UFC, boxing. They have got you covered. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information. They've got live betting, esports, and more. Head on over to their website today. You can do so on your mobile device, learn all about the trends and action that they got up there for you. I tell you, bookmark it. It should be the first website you visit every day as you get ready to decide what you're betting on that day. Bet Online is where the game starts. along here, Locked On SEC, and 
The Ultimate NBA Mock Draft starts June 16th with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft. The Locked On NBA Big Board Draft experts plus the Odyssey insiders. First pick is June 16th. Search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you don't miss a pick. All right, we got some news coming out of the SEC as Javon Baker, wide receiver who started his college career at Alabama, spent 2020 and 2021 in Tuscaloosa, but decided to enter the transfer portal earlier this offseason. He had committed to Kentucky. We talked about it right here on this show and kept saying that's a nice pickup for Mark Stoops and company. And now it sounds like that transfer is not happening as Baker re-entered the portal. There were some thoughts. Maybe it had to do with grades, eligibility, whatever the issue is. Now Javon Baker has officially announced his new school. He announced on Instagram Wednesday he is committed to Gus Malzahn and the UCF Knights. Of course, Gus, former Auburn coach, he just seems to pick up guys, all you know, former SEC guys, uh, bringing them over to the AAC to play for UCF in that transfer portal. But in his two years with the Crimson Tide, Baker had nine catches for 114 yards and a touchdown. 24-7 sports at Baker as a four-star player out of the state of Georgia in 2020. He was the number 34 overall receiver in that class. So that leaves Kentucky and quarterback Will Levis with one less weapon. You know, some of the mock or uh, some of the depth charts this offseason had been updated to include Javon Baker on it. Kentucky will now have to lean on junior Demarcus Harris. Of course, one of one of the big acquisitions of the offseason at Kentucky. Virginia Tech transfer Tavion Robinson, so he will help. Uh, and then they have freshman Chris Lewis and Dane Key. Keep in mind, they lost a stud in Wandell Robinson, who came in from Nebraska, had a fantastic year. He's off to the NFL. They also lose Josh Ali and Isaiah Epps ended up transferring to Tulsa. So um, the good news is Tavion Robinson in Blacksburg, he hauled in 113 passes for over 1,500 yards and 13 touchdowns. Also rushed for 220 yards, averaged nearly 14 yards a catch. And last season, he led the ACC with 25 punt returns for over 320 yards and a touchdown. His 13 yards per return also led the ACC. So you're getting a really dynamic weapon in Tavion Robinson. It just would have been nice to have Javon Baker in that mix as well. Uh, but for Kentucky, of the guys on the roster, Demarcus Harris, he has the most career receptions of 26. Cleavon Thomas returns as a super senior after missing last year due to injury. And Rashawn Lewis, he also missed time with a knee injury, caught three passes in six games. But uh, not a whole lot of experience at the receiving core for Kentucky. But again, T- Tavion Robinson, the guy who expects to step in and be, well, Levis's go-to target. Uh, speaking of Will Levis, pardon my take, had a takeover on Kentucky Sports Radio this week, and they interviewed Will Levis, who said, I think everyone just needs to take a chill pill and let the guys do what we've been doing. Obviously, Coach Stoops, since he's brought the program to where it is, we've been able to bring it to a new level. We're just trying to increase that standard. We're coming in every day to make sure that everything we do is in line with that standard, as long as we keep working out the way we have been, then things are all going to work out. But the headline there, I think everyone just needs to take a chill pill 
uh, kind of a message to the Kentucky football fan base. But uh, look, Will Levis getting a lot of hype. CBS Sports, one of their mock drafts, very early mock drafts for next year, had him slated as number one overall pick. He's going to have to go out there, prove it on the field, and have a Joe Burrow-like uh, rise in production. Doesn't have to do what Joe Burrow did, but, you know, that kind of thing. Like, take what he did last year and multiply it and have a monster year. And, yeah, certainly, Will Levis could be seen as one of those guys. We'll get to more on that in just a second. It's one more football note in this segment. Texas A&M, they're going to be down an offensive lineman as a smart Chibuzo. Uh, his career is coming to an end. He will be medically retiring. That's from 24-7 Sports. It's from the Houston area. It was part of Texas A&M's 2020 recruiting class. It was a three-star guard. Uh, pledged to Jimbo Fisher back in 2018. Signed with the Aggies over scholarship offers from several other SEC schools. He took a red shirt in 2020 with his lone appearance coming in A&M's win over South Carolina last year. He played in the Aggies' wins against Kent State and New Mexico. But smart Chibuzo medically retiring. He will not play for uh, Texas A&M anymore. And a quick basketball note. A couple Kentucky Nuggets today. Kentucky, they had an opening on their men's basketball staff this offseason, but that has been filled. John Calipari hiring KT Turner as an assistant, bringing him into Lexington. After he spent last year under Porter Moser at Oklahoma, Calipari said he had his eye on Turner for a while now. So I've been very impressed with him for as long as I've known him. He's from Cincinnati. His dad worked for Tony Yates, and he still has ties to the area. He's an established coach and someone who has a passion for development. So a nice addition to Calipari's staff there and KT Turner. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day when we come back. ESPN with an interesting article on some of the quarterbacks to keep an eye on this year in the SEC as far as NFL draft. And then also some updated Heisman odds on some of the guys to keep an eye on as well. That is coming your way in just a second. But always good to remind you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. If you love chewy chocolatey brownies like the uh, caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top, what if we told you you can have all that chewy chocolatey deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein? You are in luck because caramel brownie bars are available right now at Built.com. And you got to act fast because they are a fan favorite and they go fast. You can forget about dessert. These things are better than a dessert. They are unreal. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 4 grams of sugar. Replace a regular brownie with Built's caramel brownie bar in a heartbeat with Built. Tasty is the new healthy. Go to Built.com right now and get your box of caramel brownie uh, bars right now. A million reasons you should try them out. Go to Built.com. Use our promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. That's going to get you 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off over at Built.com. This episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto with the ever-increasing numbers of Make some models. It's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto. You could save uh, 30%, 50%, even 100% uh, on some parts uh, from what you would pay at a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto. 
a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. They got everything you need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpets. Go explore their easy-to-use website today. You can find all the solutions to your auto part needs. Get ready to take a road trip. Need to make sure your car is stocked up and has everything that it needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and make sure you're right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so that they they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Going along here, locked on SEC. Again, thanks again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. There are some latest Heisman odds, and our friends at Bet Online, they're always they've always got some updated odds on their website that you need to be checking out. I'm sure they'll update those very soon during these summer months, but. One other uh, Vegas book I saw out there had uh, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Caleb Williams as the clear frontrunners for the Heisman Trophy this season. Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud from Ohio State lead the pack at plus 300. And Caleb Williams, the former Oklahoma quarterback who's now at USC, he is next at plus 800. Of course, Bryce Young, reigning Heisman Trophy winner out of Alabama. He has longer odds to repeat as Ohio State's Archie Griffin is the only player that's ever won the award twice. Oklahoma, the only school to have two players win the award in back-to-back years at the same position, Kyler, uh, Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. Of course, Young isn't the only Alabama player among the top five players, as linebacker Will Anderson is fifth in the latest odds. He's climbing up there. I keep telling you guys, if you get some good odds on Will Anderson to win the Heisman, do it because he very well could uh, have a monster season with sack totals and just be a constant disruptor. Uh, so going to be interesting there. But ESPN, they had an article up this week that I found interesting. It's, it was titled, Meet the NFL Draft 2023 Quarterback Class, Potential First Rounders, Top Passers to Know. They list Bryce Young right there at the top of their list, along with C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. So it's kind of funny the, these lists intermingle. Top Heisman contenders, also top uh, contenders to be the top number one overall pick in next year's NFL draft. But here's what they say. Uh, where he excels, they say poise. It is the singular trait that could set Bryce Young apart from the other quarterback prospects in this class. You look at the comeback victory in overtime against Auburn. Think about how he continued to attack in the national championship game against Georgia despite losing his top two targets to John Mechie and Jameson Williams. There wasn't much that seemed to phase Bryce Young during his first season as a starter. What does he need to work on? Well, ESPN says size will be constantly brought up regarding Bryce Young and will remain a question mark for teams that rely heavily on size thresholds. Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees. They're some of the shortest quarterbacks we've seen have great success at the next level. Says even though durability hasn't been an issue at this point for Bryce Young, on the field, pocket maneuverability is a consistent issue. The ability... Uh, to all step up into the pocket and create throwing wins, windows inside. It stood out for Murray, Wilson, and Breeze, but Bryce Young has a propensity to get stuck at the apex of the pocket without consistently looking to climb up into it and deliver on his throws. He instead looks to escape using his legs. If Young can become more consistent with working up into the pockets, 
size will not be a concern. But why he is intriguing, it says the competitive fire and calmness he plays with is not normal for a prospect of his young age, especially considering he took over under center in Tuscaloosa for two first-round selections. Young has plenty of arm strength and the high-level accuracy to succeed in the NFL. So no surprise there. Bryce Young, we're fully expecting to, um, no matter what kind of season he has this year, as long as he stays healthy, I think he's going number one overall in next year's draft. But two other names they have on this list that are intriguing, and I kind of hinted at it earlier, but Will Levis from Kentucky. It says where he excels after three seasons at Penn State, Levis elevated a grad transfer at Kentucky under then-offense coordinator Liam Cohen last year. He played from a variety of different pre-snap platforms with the Wildcats, experiencing success from under center, in the shotgun, from the pistol, and on designed rollouts. Levis is a snappy three-quarter release, and the ball comes off his hand with energy and velocity. He's at his best when he can turn his back on the defense on play-action passes, reset his eyes, and assess the defense, while well uh, Levis also a competitive runner who's fearless when he's escaping the pocket. Where he needs work, I say decision-making and lower body stiffness are areas where scouts want to see growth this year. A lot of his deficiencies center around a lack of back hip rotation, which results in erratic accuracy. He's only had three games over 13 starts in which he didn't throw an interception. Needs to show more confidence with exhausting all options and going through his progressions. Why he is intriguing, ESPN says, although the ingredients are there, Levis is very raw. Kentucky has a new play caller, Rich Gangarello, from the 49ers, but a lot of similar concepts are expected to remain intact for the Wildcat offense. So it'll be interesting to see how Levis makes the next step in the system. So Will Levis and Bryce Young both expected to make that transition and be high picks in next year's draft. Here's the name that I found intriguing that he has been included on this list. How about Anthony Richardson at Florida? Here's what ESPN writes. Richardson has a lot of trait evaluators uh like to see at the position. But he only has 66 career passing attempts and 58 rushes. Piled up over 550 yards in 12 games played. He has a stocky and sturdy build. And despite a loopy arm motion, the ball comes off his hand with plenty of energy. But he also understands when and how to put touch on his passes. And with downhill rushing ability and vision as a ball carrier, he can be an extension of the running game. Where he needs work? They say Richardson rotated every other series last year with now Arizona State quarterback Emory Jones, so he's not had many opportunities to remain on the field for an extended period of time. Richardson had five interceptions in the eight games during which he saw action. His decision-making centers around confidence with his arm strength, which can get him into trouble often, being more decisive and demonstrating more comfort and consistency when playing uh, within the confines of the pocket. Why he's intriguing? They say Richardson will be in a new offense under new head coach Billy Napier, Entering his redshirt sophomore season as the unquestioned starter, and Richardson has the potential to generate excitement because of his high-end traits. But right now, it is simply only that. I just found that very intriguing because this is the first time I've seen Anthony Richardson thrown into the mix. They're not saying definitely, you know, like first-round pick potential next year, but just a guy to keep an eye on in the SEC this year that could very well be draft eligible next year. I was surprised of all the names they had on this list, Hendon Hooker was not there from Tennessee. He's one that I've seen on some other lists. People projected as potential uh, high draft pick at the quarterback spot in next year's NFL draft. But Anthony Richardson, very intriguing that ESPN thinks that highly of him that could be 
a big-time NFL prospect in next year's NFL draft. Well, we know Bryce Young's up there. He's going he's gonna to deliver. That is just about it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Thanks for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen. Check out the Locked on NBA Big Board podcast. Raphael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris. They will give an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and, of course, big boards. Follow Locked on NBA Big Board every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. That is going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Appreciate you guys for listening, and best of luck to the five SEC teams playing in Super Regionals this weekend. Hopefully, we're talking about uh, most of them next week going off to Omaha. I'm going to make a prediction, say three of the five teams advance. We'll see. I'll say Tennessee beats Notre Dame. I will say Auburn upsets Oregon State on the road. I'll say Ole Miss beats Southern Miss. The two I don't feel as confident in is A&M against Louisville and Arkansas going up to North Carolina. That's just my prediction. Take it for what you will. But we'll say three of the five SEC teams advance on to Omaha. Guys, have a great weekend. Enjoy all the action. We'll be back Monday to recap it all. And break it all down. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for watching Locked on SEC. Hit subscribe if you haven't on our YouTube page and on our podcasts. And again, talk to you guys next week. Have a great weekend, everybody.